This is the Open to Alchemy podcast, and I'm your host, Lauren Ivey. I'm so excited to have you here joining these conscious conversations about the transformation that's possible for all of us. My approach to spirituality has always been part woo and part work. So in this podcast, we talk about all the incredible spiritual modalities and add in a bunch of practical things that really make it fit into our lives. I can't wait for you to join me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Open to Alchemy podcast. This is the monthly solo cast, and it's August, which is beyond crazy that we are already in August. I feel like the months are going by so quickly and having these monthly points of check-in and grounding and reconnecting with the spirit animal cards has been such a beautiful practice for me and of course I hope that you also are enjoying it and it gives you a little moment to pause and reflect on the month that just was and also just call in the energy for the month that is upcoming. July was a crazy month for our family for many reasons and I've definitely been a little out of touch lately on social and in email. My sweet, caring, wonderful, loving father-in-law passed away And it's been really difficult for my husband and his family and our whole family. And I just wanted to share that to honor his memory and also just to remind us all how precious each and every moment of our lives are to not waste any time not sharing your love for somebody else tell people how you feel tell people that you love them that you're grateful for them this is the first death that I've experienced in a long time and particularly the first since I've been through this level of spiritual awakening and remembering and it is a very different perspective that I'm able to take. I feel somewhat comforted knowing that that my father-in-law is at peace, that he is not suffering and also that his spirit, his soul the relationships that we have with him can continue even if they of course are in a different form no longer in this 3d physical form that we're used to but I do feel an added level of comfort that I haven't felt previously when when somebody has has lost their life when I've lost somebody in my life so If you're suffering with any of that, and my heart goes out to you, I know this past year and a half has been so difficult for so many people. So many people have have lost loved ones. But it is crazy that that's part of what we are all here to experience because we will all experience it at different points in our lives with people of different closeness and significance and it's 
part of the dance of life is recognizing that loss, experiencing it, feeling it, and also being able to move through it with as much compassion as you need to give yourself, self-compassion, self-love, grace. There is no formula for getting to the other side of grief. There is patience and time and love and memories. And if you are so fortunate to have a community as my family is, it is incredibly, incredibly humbling and with the utmost gratitude that we have been able to lean on friends, lean on neighbors, lean on these incredible people in our lives and to be able to ask for help is <laughs> is a lesson all on its own. If you've been following along, listening along to my podcast, you might know that that's something that I've struggled to do, that I have not always been able to identify with needing, deserving, being worthy of help and assistance. And so it was pretty remarkable that in this time of great sadness that I have been able to not only accept help that's been offered, but also request help and know that it is in other people's nature to want to help and it is in my nature to be willing to receive help. Moving on to our energy update. The message for August is such a beautiful, beautiful spirit. It is the buffalo, which says that the abundant universe will provide. And of course, I will share a photo of this gorgeous card. Again, I always pull from the Spirit Animal Oracle deck. That's Colette Baron Reed's just gorgeous, gorgeous deck. And I don't know about you, but when I think of the buffalo, the imagery that always comes to my mind is one of my all-time favorite movies, Dances with Wolves. And if you can remember, there is a scene where all of a sudden, after looking and praying and hoping for the buffalo, the tonka, to arrive, they look out over the gorgeous, vast landscape, and there are more buffalo than you could ever, ever imagine laying eyes on. And I have chills up and down my body as I say this, but that memory of seeing that movie is forever just burned. That imagery is always burned in my mind. And how grateful the Native American, the indigenous tribes were for that abundance of of seeing the buffalo, of being so incredibly connected to the land, to be able to know where and when and how to utilize their tools and their great love of the land to find the buffalo. I remember certainly them using absolutely every part of the animal, which again is something that we've just unfortunately come so far away from in our country mostly and in our 
comfort level when it comes to to whether or not you eat animals or not. But it was just such a beautiful tribute to these living creatures to use all parts of them, their hides, their their every edible part of them. And it also makes me think about all of the gifts that each of us have and and just considering how much of our identity is wrapped up in maybe one or two or three of the the gifts or the qualities or the traits that maybe we've claimed or other people have claimed for us and really potentially not tapping into all of the unique, beautiful, exceptional qualities that we each have as individuals. And so I'm just putting that out there as an opportunity to consider that if you were to look at yourself from the tip of your toes to the top of your head and and every bit of your outside and your inside, do you feel like you are using every bit of yourself? Do you feel like you are really connecting and tapping into everything that you have to offer? Is there more that you could be connecting with? Is there more that you could be giving? And I don't mean giving in the sense of like giving and giving and giving of yourself, but more in acknowledging and understanding and really honoring and recognizing how much each of us have to offer, that we are so full of so many different qualities and traits and and characteristics and, and each and every one of our life experiences adds to our our life quilt adds to our pot that we get to then share from and so just an opportunity again to to sit with that and maybe think about that maybe journal about what are some of the more well-known qualities that you have what are some of the things that either you can easily identify or maybe other people have identified as your quote-unquote best skills or overarching qualities and maybe just sitting thinking about the buffalo thinking about how many useful incredible parts they have and that the Native Americans would utilize in a buffalo are there parts of yourself that you have left hidden that you have not yet discovered or that you have been afraid to let out because maybe somebody else hasn't yet seen them or maybe you haven't seen the value in them. One of the things that I like to do with friends and with clients is just really making a list of absolutely everything that you have done in your life whether it be from a personal level in terms of things you've experienced and overcome or from a professional level when it comes to every class, every certification, every launch, every 
certain element that you've learned how to do, whether it be building a website or creating an Excel spreadsheet or interviewing somebody. We have all done so many things and I know our culture is just so focused and it, and human nature in general is so focused on what the next thing is. In compassion training, we learned about this and it's called the hedonic treadmill, which basically means that as soon as you get the thing you're you're looking for, you're searching for, you're already on to the next thing that you want. And so I think in many ways, even these accomplishments or these goals that we've that we've sought after, that we've strived for, once we achieve them, we're just on to the next thing. So there might be a dozen, two dozen or more things that you've done that you know how to do that you're incredible at and you've just lost track of them because there's such a focus on what's missing, because there's such a focus on what other people have accomplished and where you are lacking or where you wish you could be in achievement. But it's a beautiful, beautiful practice if you haven't done it to make that list of personal accomplishments or or struggles or obstacles that you've overcome and also that list of professional things that you know how to do that you've done and it really is an incredible confidence booster it puts so much in perspective when you realize what you've achieved in in your life so far and it also allows you to really tap into what you have to offer to yourself to your friends to your family to clients and so yeah I can't wait to hear if you guys try that and let me know what you come up with so the other message that's coming through with this beautiful powerful buffalo and the abundance is is the idea of a natural path so having faith, having trust, what is it that is easy in our lives? What is it that we call in and feel connected to? What just feels like we're in alignment with? And another way to frame this question is, where do we feel free? When you think about these buffalo just roaming on this incredible landscape with no fences, no rules, just following along with their with their pack, with their herd, eating, traveling, doing whatever feels good and natural and and like home to them. That's a beautiful question to sit with is where do you feel most free? And it's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And and if you're like me and sometimes struggle with these open-ended questions, then what sometimes works for me, and I'm offering it as something that might work for you also, is connecting with the opposite. So if you can't easily grab hold of 
the things that you do in your life that make you feel free? What are the things that make you feel constricted? What are the things that make you feel tight and uncomfortable and bound and held and locked up in control? That might be a place where you can more easily identify with the feeling of uncomfortableness and control. So that's one way to look at it. And again, the same thing, if it's, if it's hard to connect with what feels easy to you or what's coming in softly and what feels like flow, then maybe look at it from the opposite perspective in what feels hard, what feels like lack, what feels like you're pushing that boulder up the hill and not making the progress and not seeing the growth and not feeling the way that you want to feel, maybe that's a place that you can tap into and root into. And then from those answers of, of opposite, you can get to the answer of what feels light, what feels easy, what feels free. So again, please let me know if that is an easier way for you to tap in. I know we can all have different ways of accessing these inner truths and these, these feelings that are sometimes just really deep inside that we haven't given ourselves the time and the opportunity to consider. So if you're given a journal prompt or a question to consider like this and you're not getting the answer, please don't feel bad about yourself. Please don't put yourself into a place of shame or self-judgment. Just look at it from a different perspective. Turn the question around. Ask the opposite. Look at it from a different way. There's no one right way to get to an answer, so just play with it. These are just things to, to help you consider and help you get to more of your truth, more of your authenticity. Moving on to the parts of the buffalo that really connect with abundance. So this is a place where gratitude is, is just the most incredible life-changing practice. If you can do one thing you're grateful for, one minute of gratitude, five things that you're grateful for every morning and every night. I just can't even express enough how every time I find myself in a place of sadness or disappointment or or lack and, you know, I'm a work in progress, constantly, constantly working through all of these things right alongside you. Whenever I find myself in those places, inevitably I have let go of the ritual of my gratitude practice. I've stopped doing, whether it be a daily journal or even sitting for five minutes and thinking about what's gone right, what I'm appreciative of. You know, there's so many incredible rituals and routines that we can use to help ground in gratitude. And I know it's hard. Believe me, life is oh, seemingly getting busier and busier, even though we all swore forever that that COVID would change things, that we would never go back to 
where we were before, I think it's pretty interesting how quickly some people have just gotten on that pendulum and ridden it right back to where we started. So if you find yourself in that place, my heart goes out to you. I am fighting it alongside of you. I am, <laughs> I am claiming as often I, as I can to not commit to plans, to not fill my day with all the things. And my reason, again, for throwing that out there is because I know that when we were all home and feeling very, very in place, so many beautiful rituals and and practices were born. And so if you're feeling like, where did all of that time go? Just some ideas off the cuff are to wake up and instead of grabbing for your phone, just think of one thing right away that you're grateful for. If you do feel like you got to get on the phone right away, then perhaps making your alarm a gratitude reminder or shortly after you wake up, you know, if your alarm is set for 6.30, then maybe at 7 o'clock, just have a little alarm that goes off every morning, and that alarm is your gratitude reminder to spend one minute saying you're grateful for the life and the day that you are going to have. You can try lighting a candle when you start work. You can try saying grace before your meals. Just the simple practice of saying I am so grateful for this meal and the nourishment that it is going to provide me is a beautiful way to connect in with the abundance of food and our environment and nature. You know how much I love my walks in nature and that's another beautiful place to call in gratitude just whether it be standing in awe and reverence to your favorite tree or your favorite flower or looking around for the feathers. I'm so grateful for my feather messages or holding your crystals. Those are so grounding and such a beautiful high vibe way to connect with gratitude. And again, before bed, whether or not you do different gratitude practices during the day, there is just nothing sweeter than saying you're grateful for your healthy, safe, loving, protected day before you go to bed and wishing for a sweet, peaceful night's sleep to rejuvenate you and to be watched over and be grateful for all of the blessings that you have in your life. And and the reason that we do this, the reason why so many people talk about gratitude so much is because it really, truly does change your perspective on everything. The more you recognize what you have, that changes how you feel about yourself, your surroundings, your environment, and you really start to connect with your ability to create your own reality to manifest exactly what it is that you want because it all stems from how you are feeling and when you are feeling grateful you will realize that you have enough you have everything you need 
you always have, you always will. And that is just the Buffalo spirit in, in excess is that the abundant universe will always provide you. And even in times of grief, like my family's been experiencing, there is so much to be grateful for, for every shared memory, for every experience, for all of the people who love us and surround us, for our health, for our financial position, to be able to travel to the funeral, to be able to be clear and open and compassionate to those who are grieving. It's it's honestly been a really tough few months for me personally, feeling deep in this this void state, feeling like the person that I was is no longer. I know some people call it an ego death. Some people call it a dark night of the soul. And it does feel very unusual to go through this type of experience where you have felt very grounded and felt like you knew who you were and you knew what you wanted and you knew there were parts of you that you wanted to grow and evolve and change and you were open to it, but still feeling a pretty solid sense of your identity. And to wake up every day for the past, I don't know, months, six weeks, and feel a different feeling is, again, quite quite humbling, quite a unique experience. And so I feel like this message for August is coming, as always, at the exact perfect, most beautiful divine timing. And that I know that this process that I'm going through, that so many of us are going through, I can't tell you how many people have, have messaged me and reached out to say that they are in the same place, that they've just come out of this place, that they feel like they're heading into this place of, of emptying out, of clearing old beliefs, old patterns, old identities. And it is a little scary and it is a little unnerving to be standing on ground that is so fragile. It feels so shaky, like there is no foundation. And that is the greatest trust fall that you can have is to know that you are being held, you are being supported, that this dive into the void is exactly the right time and space and place for you to to further your growth, to further your development, to more deeply connect with this just root and soul and core of who you are and who you came here to be. And it's really the period and space of deconditioning. Mm. I'm just sitting here with my eyes closed, feeling an emptiness and it doesn't feel bad. I think emptiness has such a negative connotation and this isn't a negative, sad, lonely, empty. It's just it's just an openness. It's a blankness. It's a vastness. It's a void and it's a beautiful place from which to plant new seeds 
from which to consider new beliefs, new identities, new stories, and allow them to come in, allow them to be filtered through this new lens, and then decide whether or not they are true for you. The things that I used to believe in are no longer. And now it's up to me in this higher level of consciousness, this higher state of awareness to be able to very um, discerningly, is that a word, with higher discernment, see, is this true for me? Does this fit me? Is this truly my desire? Is this the right thing for me to be doing? And piece back together a new version of myself. It's, it's really quite exciting. And I'm so grateful that I have had the time in my life and my business and my family to be able to explore this because it is completely uncharted territory. It's a place that in all of my life, I've never found myself in exactly this energetic space. And so if you're out there and you're listening to this and and this resonates with you and you can relate to this, please, please, please send me an email, send me a DM, reach out to me because I know we're out there and we've got to find each other and support each other. And just to let you know that you're not alone and there's nothing wrong and you're not bad and and you're not broken, quite the opposite. You are standing at the, the precipice of this unbelievable new experience, this this incredible chance to step into a new timeline, a new version of yourself, a new you that that fits better and more authentically and more aligned, more empowered, more inspired, more connected than you could have ever imagined. So don't look back. Just grab onto your heart and just take that leap forward with me because the universe has got you. So my dears, that is it for August. I'm sending you so much love as we enter into this last month of summer. And just to let you know, I'm thinking of you and I'm holding you all so dear and close to my heart and wishing you love and health and happiness and just the time and space to create your your own life and your own adventure. And it is never too late to break away from what you've had. Every single solitary day is a gift to you and an opportunity to make a change, alchemize something that you have wanted to create a new a new life for yourself. So we are here for each other. I would love if you would rate, review, subscribe to the Open to Alchemy podcast and share with any friends or family, anybody that you think this would resonate with. I have so many amazing guests coming up in the next few weeks and months. And so I'll continue to Ask that if there's somebody that you're dying to hear from or a topic that you want me to dive into, just reach out and I will definitely 
make that happen. And if you are interested in a human design reading or a soul session or just chatting in any way, then I am at open.to.alchemy on Instagram and Facebook. And my website is opentoalchemy.com. Love you all. Thank you all so much for listening to the Open to Alchemy podcast. You can find more about me on all the social places, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, at open.to.alchemy. That's open, the word T-O, alchemy, or at my website, opentoalchemy.com. See you next time.